south of the border Down Mexico way That's where I fell in love When the stars above came out to play And now as I wonder My thoughts ever stray South of the border Down Mexico way Hey, welcome back to another episode of Off the Perch, certified the fifth best and third coolest New York Red Bulls podcast, which we will get to later. My name is Steve. My name is Chris. And uh, thanks for giving us another listen. We, we made it to two episodes. We made it to two episodes. I mean... I think NBC is going to give us a pilot pretty soon, so that's kind of cool. We asked for champagne. We got Marino's Cherry Ices. Hey, I mean, <laughs> if there's anything that's New York City, it's Marino's yeah, Ices. Yeah, so, Chris, you were capoing today at the She Believes game. Yes. What was that like? That was good. It was I had a good time. I was capoing with Danny Kane, another member of VSC. Uh, I did the second half. Uh, Gerald, uh, president of Samers, did the, the commander-in-chief, and Phil Bick did, Beck did the first half. And uh, yeah, the section was good. I, I was I was really happy. I'm, I'm glad that that I had a, a a nice hot cup of tea after the match because my voice was. Good. Yeah, you, you sound good. I saw I, I sounded worse. <laughs> <laughs> I sounded way worse. So it was a one-one draw. One-one draw. Um, was that because there were too many Costa Ricans in the stadium? Ooh, man, it was. That might have been why. That could have been. That why. could have been. That, could, very that big. definitely could have done it. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So that was your your third event of the weekend uh, Friday night we had the opportunity of going to the Jersey release party in New York City which was there was a lot of Red Bull that was a lot of it was, was a lot of Red Bull it's it was, now leaving my body yeah <laughs> I'm crashing hard I'm I'm pretty sure in my entire life leading up to Friday night I had less than a can of Red Bull consumed and I probably finished a 12 pack you made up for it yeah I definitely <laughs> definitely made up for it when you have an open bar and every drink has Red Bull in it you you, you start catching you up start catching up yeah yeah I think I stopped drinking at about 11:30 and couldn't close my eyes till about 4 a.m I was up till five just, yeah but I, on the plus note I didn't sleep through my train ride train uh, stop yeah. so <laughs> you know yeah I didn't end go. up in upstate New York added perk yeah yeah, yeah it was great it was great. And go. then Saturday night, we had the night before party for uh, the She Believes Cup. Yep, it was uh, Sammers and uh, Cloud9 co-hosted it at Red's Beer Garden in Newark. And that was, that was a great time. Yeah. What did you think of Red's? Red's is a nice place. Yeah. I like it. I like the back room they had, the little setup they had. Yeah, for those of you who haven't been to Red's, they have like a back area that you could do private rooms at. And it was great. It was We had the space to ourselves, didn't have to worry about anybody. Leader beers. Yeah, our leader size beers are the greatest thing known to man. I just like, do you want a small beer or a large beer? I was just like, oh, I'm large, and <laughs> the glass comes out. It just keeps pouring. I'm just like, oh my goodness, that's a lot of beer. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, no, that was it. Was a really cool place. The food is great. Everything is great. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't have much to eat because I was at a different event before that. But what I did have to eat and drink, I was happy. Russell, yeah, yeah, everything yeah. was great. Yeah. So. This week, we advanced in CCL. Mm-hmm. First time we have moved on past the round of 16. It's the first two-legged series we've won since 2015. 2015. Yeah. Yeah. That was DC... D- uh, DC, I think. Yeah, I think DC was, playoffs. So, uh, one nothing in DC. Freeline, this is where you correct us. Yeah, yeah. Eric, you know, just tell us everything we got wrong. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. That's he's, your he's job. Gonna our, he's going to be our stat boy. Yeah, you're a stat boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a 2-0 win against Great. one of the best teams in Central America. Yeah. Um, you know, I just have to, you know, pat myself on the back for correctly <laughs> predicting a 2-0 victory for the boys in white. Nostra Capo. Nostra Capo over here. <laughs> so, what did you think of the game? What did you think of the performance? I thought it was a very solid team performance. It was just top to bottom. We came out prepared. We didn't look like like we did in the second half of the first leg in Costa Rica. It looked like a team, dare I say, maybe like April, May of yeah. MLS season. Yeah, they, it, they were sharp. They, they were sharp. definitely looked a lot sharper for a game in March than I've yeah. ever seen them look yeah, before. Absolutely. Um, and we finally got to see Kaku. Ka- yes. Kaku. Kaku debuted. Kaku on the pitch at Red Bull Arena. I was. I thought they weren't gonna put him out there in the rain. Like I was. Like I was. Like I wouldn't have blamed them. Yeah. 
but like they they threw him out there and and he was good. The the first couple like minutes where like he was doing that thing that that Verone did like where he was almost like a like few too many steps ahead in terms of like men, like mental thing mm-hmm. and then he like realized like wait I got to I got to yeah, let, let me let me dumb myself down. Let me dumb myself down and then just and then he caught up and and he caught up with them and it was good. It was there was a great performance. Yeah. Uh, it would have been so metro if he would have like torn an ACL See? in like ninety oh plus God. three in I, garbage time. I, was, I dread <laughs> that. I dread that every day. Like every time he's going to be on the field now, I'm just going to dread that. But mode. like, ugh. but if it would have happened in a Concacaf game, would it have been so Concacaf or so metro? Oh man, hashtag CCL fever would have, <laughs> would have definitely struck in us at that. Yeah. So we're talking about the game on yeah. this past Thursday. So. Let's let's do our three stars. And we're nice. going to do them in the right order this time. Yes. So <laughs> let's do that hockey. So for me, my third star was Kaku. He didn't play much. He played 30 minutes, but he just, the promise, the, the look that he gave out there, everything just screams a guy that is all in on this team. Even when they came over to warm up. Yeah. All the players waving to us. Kaku's got a smile on his face uh, like a kid in Kaku's a candy store. Happy, he's just a he's young, just, happy, strapping lad. Just so happy yeah. to be there. It's yeah. great to see just someone with that much positivity. And, like with a team like us that just... And I just... I, I thought the movement that he had off the ball, on the ball, the, the plays he was making. Yeah. We could have won the game 3 nothing. Yeah. yeah but definitely can't. Yeah. I, personally, I'm happy we won 2-0. <laughs> uh, my... <laughs> the prediction will stay. <laughs> My second star is uh, Luis Robles. Um, you know, I thought the captain put in a great performance. Yeah. There was that one save he made. The guy was offside. It was still an amazing save. But in the second half, you know, he just... There were points where he was standing on his head mm-hmm. to, to hold the shutout. Yeah. And getting a shutout in CCL, you know. Yeah, no, it's uh, a great start. Like, these past two games were good. The first goal in in, uh, in Costa Rica was standing. He's been good these past two games. Yeah. yeah. And uh, first star, got to go to BWP. That... That goal, that turn, and just determination to drive that ball in. You know, I, what more could you ask for? I was unfortunately standing in line to get a bottle of water. <laughs> <laughs> so I saw it on the screen because the concessions were kind of a mess. But I, I it was, yeah, he was he was great at the game. Yeah. Um, I agree with you for the second and first star. Um, yeah, Robles and BWP were great. I will say, despite me being a Kaku fanboy kind of I'm going to give a little I'm going to give some props to 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 Shotkovsky. I'm just going to call him Rizzo. It's it's Rizzo. It's the, it's the Rizzo. Um he was great. Like again like you said last week about about you seeing the the field and how he was playing off the ball. Like you could have you could see that at at RBA. Mm-hmm. He was he was great. He he's it's crazy how fast he's integrated himself. It's again it's it's because of the whole because of the system that he knows, but he was I thought he was great. Uh very very good performance out of Rizzo. Yeah, I thought yeah. Rizzo was great. He's, yeah. I mean, if we had four stars, he'd probably be number four yeah. for me. He's just, he's a guy that knows the system from playing in yeah. Europe. Yeah. So, it, it's not another guy coming over that's got to learn the system. Yeah. He knows it inside and out. Yeah. So, we advance. Club Tijuana advances. Tuesday we play down in Tijuana, ten o'clock Eastern time. I like. I, I'm I'm excited because it's it's we. we like now that the season's kicking off, it's we have game Thursday, game Tuesday. Well, if, if you're into women's soccer, you had the game today, uh, game next Saturday, the home opener for the MLS season, then another game next Tuesday. It's just, it's just, just does not yeah. stop. And yeah, then another we're game just, after that. we're heading into the season full sprint. Yeah, there's it's, it's really no exciting. rest for the weary. No, 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 no. <laughs> Yeah. So I will be down there again. Of course, that'll be fifty-one straight games on Tuesday. <laughs> it's it's getting ridiculous. Yeah. Um, you should stop soon. You should, you should stop soon. <laughs> I should. I should just. I'll take. You know what? I'm gonna take the home leg off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah just yeah, the Portland you know, game. Just like the... I'm gonna go to the movies. <laughs> I'm gonna go watch Black Panther. And yeah, this time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Club Tijuana is not a team known for scoring, and yeah. I know I'm jinxing us right now by saying <laughs> that. But the the facts are the facts, and the statistics prove that this year they are not a team that that scores many goals. Yeah. I watched highlights of their game from this this past Friday, yeah. and the goal that I saw that they scored was literally from 30 yards out, mm. kicked the ball in, keeper muffed it, and it went right in. Yeah. Like, it was not a cracker. It wasn't a wonder goal. It was a, huh, a, a we well, got it. Hey, there you go. It was a fluke. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's this... 
is not your typical high press, just fast paced Mexican league yeah. side that you have to worry about, you know, conceding early goals to them. Right. They did score against uh in their game on Wednesday in right. CCL. Yeah. yeah. Um but I just I'm not really afraid. Out of all the Mexican teams that are still in the tournament, Tijuana would be the one you want to play. Cause, yeah. Because Club America destroyed Saprisa. Mm-hmm. And and Chivas, unfortunately, put the hurt on my on my Dominican team, Sabao, <laughs> in the second leg. It was nasty. Yeah. Um, but, no, yeah, Tijuana is, is they're, they're kind of middling right now. I they, think they're 10th place out of 18 teams. Something like that. In, yeah, uh, yeah. In and, Liga MX. And, and I, I noticed that they're playing... Tigres this Saturday, which means they they're kind of in the similar situation as we are that they have that I mean with Portland is not the same as Tigres, but like they got to worry about a team that's the, I think the champions last season. Yeah, they got to and like, and then they have to fly up here. We'll be home already. Yeah, exactly. We play the away leg this Tuesday, and the home leg next Tuesday. Yeah. We'll be home for almost a week by the time we have the second. They'll leg. be flying probably on Sunday or Monday while we've been here. For yeah, we're Christmas. here. It's in our place. Um, <laughs> I expect an even more partial crowd than we had with Honduras. You think? I, I don't know. I don't know if it's. I don't think there's going to be as many Tijuana fans just because San Diego's right there. Like I think with Honduran, there there's there's a lot of Honduran yeah, within, within the area. It's true, and they are a fairly new team in yeah, Mexico. They're yeah. not they're not established like a Club America or, or a Tigres. Yeah, or, I like absolutely expect some fans to be there, of course, but but not as bad as as. Uh, as uh, when Olympia was there, was, no, no, yeah. that was that was fun though. That, I love the atmosphere on, yeah. on Tuesday. Oh, not Tuesday. Excuse me, on Thursday they were they were great. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and I guess it is possible to defeat a Central American team at Red Bull Arena when there are fans of that Central American team in the stadium. Who would have thunk it? I mean, similar scoreline, yeah. but in the right direction exactly. this time. So who would have thunk it? It's it, it's possible. U.S. men's national team, it can be done. Yeah, yeah. I mean, nobody tell Bruce Arena that it... I mean, mean, he said it was the arena's fault, but maybe he meant himself. He was was talking to the third person. Yeah, he was in the third person. Yeah, yeah. So (laughs) He calls himself the arena. He calls himself the arena. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't put it past him. No, no, no. no. So, so we've got the game this Tuesday, Portland Mm -hmm. on Saturday, then the home leg on Tuesday, and then we're in RSL the following Saturday. We've got an issue with road games. We've always had an issue most MLS teams do yeah. where if you drop points at home, it's bad because you're probably not going to pick them up on the road. Yeah. Do we focus all of our attention on CCL and run out a B squad, which in all honesty, a, a, a bad, B squad is not a bad squad. So do we concede, possibly concede uh, home points to focus on CCL, I would have to say I would have to say yeah. Like I, I it's just CCL is just it's as as like as much as people don't want to give CCL like the the the, the, the namesake or whatever it is, it's still a con- our continental championship. Mm-hmm. We we have to try to win it. it yeah. It's just it's a tournament and we want to win it. Um, first home game of the season, our first game of the season at 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 home. You you want to start the season on a good note, but it's just, I it's just we, it's CCL. You have to kind of just go for it. Yeah. It's, it's all or nothing in in a sense, and and I think the team understands that too. Like I think they're gonna they're gonna do as much as they can to advance in CCL, and then like put a good team out for Portland that that might hey they might st- Portland is is a good side. They got Valeria and they got some pretty good players, but. It's gonna be all season. I think it's gonna be all season. I mean, guys, and I wouldn't blame them. I wouldn't. I, I again get a go. Go for a draw. Hey, yeah. it's like I know you. I know home points are valuable in this league, but you just gotta go for, yeah. go for CCL. Um, I fully expect a a you know B plus squad out there on Saturday. I think if things go our way on Tuesday, we'll probably have an even stronger side. Maybe an yeah. A minus. It might. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, you you sit. Someone like Bradley, and you put Rivas in, yeah. or or you bring it, you bring up Ben Mines or Bonomo, or, Bonomo yeah. or you know you have we have all these young guys. Etienne could get a start, yeah. you know, guys that are hungry that that want to prove that they should be in the yeah, starting lineup. This players, is the yeah. perfect opportunity for them to go in. Yeah. And the other thing for me is 
this year, like last year, if you win the Supporter Shield, that doesn't get you back into CCL. Yeah, right. So dropping three points, you know, we should still be strong enough to make the playoffs yeah. and, and get in. Yeah. These three points shouldn't come back to haunt us if we don't pull them off. It It is Geo's first game with Portland. Yeah. It's their, It's going to be their second game of the season. Mm. This will be our fourth. Yeah, you know we're we'll be closer to inform than than they will yeah, be. be. Yeah, um, yeah. I think if things don't go our way in Tijuana, if it's you know if it's close and nil nil one one, we'll see an even weaker side mm. against Portland. Yeah, if we somehow get blown out of the water and lose four nil, I expect us to throw just, everything yeah. out there on Saturday and <laughs> focus on the league Vessel and and just call it a a, a decent. Uh, CCL run, yeah, yeah. yeah. but I think it's I think it probably is results driven. Like yeah. if we get hey, if we get like two two goals. If we happen to get two goals in Tijuana, we're gonna see a, a B minus C plus C plus squad, and that yeah. would be, I'd be perfectly okay yeah. with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you know we we're going to be playing our third game of the season mm-hmm. on Tuesday. Yeah, this weekend was the beginning of the MLS season. Everybody Yay. but us is playing. Uh, it's like yeah, it's us, Colorado, and um there was one other team I can't uh, Chicago. Um, no Chicago did Chicago play? Um well No, but, no. Well Freelander, let us know. Yeah, Freelander. Um yeah, get on it. So we did not get invited to the hashtag MLS's back party. Uh <laughs> Nobody bring punch or pie next week because the party's over. Yeah. You know, it's, it's too just, late. It's too late. Um, it. So I've watched a few games this weekend. I caught a few. I, uh, I think it was Saturday I, when I opened up my laptop. I, I caught, um, what's it called? The scoreline. I, I opened up my laptop went to MLS Live and I saw that um, Columbus and uh, Toronto finished 2 nothing for Columbus. And I was just like, oh, what's going on? And I looked over to the next thing and I saw the Houston Atlanta scoreline. I was like, 4 nothing. What the? And, you know, Atlanta, who is, you know, preordained to win this I mean, league. I don't know. I, I watched Taylor Twelman today say that LAFC is, you know, going to be amazing and fantastic. And I really don't know what he's going to do when they play Atlanta because how is he going to pick who is the greatest expansion team not named Chicago? What can I do? Um, but yeah, Toronto and Atlanta, if, if they're going to be like that this year, the East is going to be a lot easier. That's why, like, seeing those results and seeing the the play, I know it's early in the season. It's the first oh, weekend, yeah. it's first weekend of the yeah. season. There's people. They're still in quote unquote preseason mode, but it 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 just gives me, gives me more confidence about the team. Like, yeah, like it's just I don't think teams are ready for for what we're gonna do on the field to them. It's like it just I'm more confident. Not not the you know. The Metro Conference, where you're just like, yeah, we're yeah. gonna do, but cautious, like, cautious, yeah, that's it, cautious optimism. Uh, I think the thing for me with Toronto is, and I pointed it out on Twitter, that this is the third time in the last five games up at BMO that they have failed to score. We beat them one nothing in the playoffs yeah. in the game that we were eliminated two two on the aggregate, yeah. but away goals are away goals. Zero zero for the Colorado home leg in mm-hmm. CCL. Right. And now 2 nothing against Columbus. You know, this is a team that is known for scoring and yeah. going out there and, and racking the goals up. Three of the last five home games, they've been, and they've been held scoreless. They've been subpar, yeah. You know, small sample sizes, but it could be a trend. There's there's, there's some weakness there. Like, yeah. it, it, they, they, might have, they might be, quote-unquote, the greatest team MLS has ever seen, <laughs> but they're still, they're still an MLS team. Yeah, yeah. they are. And uh, <laughs> we, we have the... Uh, SKC NYC game on right now on mute and SKC uh, scored. No. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm a little confused by this. Apparently, NYC is wearing SKC's jerseys it's today. Very, it's very weird. Very, very confusing. NYC's wearing their customary sky blue jerseys at the game is at Kansas City and SKC's wearing black jerseys and it's very disorienting to me. Yeah, I saw light blue celebrating and got happy, <laughs> but it's it's the wrong shade of blue no, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, there you go. So, what do you think NYC is going to do this year? I think they're going to they're going to keep the same like they made signings, yeah, they 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 went out and got players, but I I think they're going to do the same that they did last year. They're going to they'll probably make the playoffs again. Um maybe like 
I, the, there's there's things that I dread. One is a Kaku injury. But last year it was us playing them in the playoffs and then getting eliminated by them. Like that that's yeah. that like like I I I've moved past the celebration of seven nothing that, that while a great achievement so to speak. Now I just worry now that they're in like full swing as an MLS club. They will and they have the backing of City Financial Group. They will be they're not a bad team. They're yeah. they're, they're a playoff team. So it's just we're, there will be a day that we will make they, that we will play them in the playoffs and I will dread that that I don't think it's going to be anytime soon but I will dread that the elimination by them yeah I think losing to NYC in the playoffs I mean having seen us lose so many times to DC yeah. you know you get numb to it so it'll it'll sting a little bit more than that just because we've lost to DC more times than I can count I was fortunate enough to, to miss most of the the, the, the playoff losses by from DC I, I was I was watching Back in 2012, that was the the year with the uh, the snow, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was, was... Uh, Rafa being Rafa and. Uh, oh, Rafa. Yeah, missed penalties and. Yeah. Oh man. <sighs> Dark times. Dark times. Dark times. Let, let, let's get away from that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Let's. You want? Let's do predictions. What? Let's start with predictions for for Tuesday. What do you think we're gonna do down in Tijuana? I think. Nostra Capo. Nostra Capo over here. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say 2-1. Two, 2-1 one. Two, one us? 2-1 for, for the boys in red. If really? we're wearing red. If we're wearing white, 2-1 for the boys in white. By the way, all white. All I, white jerseys are nice. I really like them. Some people didn't. I, I found them. I like that look. I yeah. like that look on us. And, and you're currently wearing yes. the red jersey. Yes, I am. We can we can announce that they have more than one of them made. Yes, they're... <laughs> Though, mine's upstairs, so I don't know. Chris might have put it on yeah. while I wasn't looking. No, so, was... you know, it could be the same jersey. Yeah, it might be. But uh, at the party we were at Friday night, uh, the first 150 people got a authentic red jersey in a pizza box because new york (laughs) and each of them was customized with ny is red and numbered one through 150 so there's one of each and i tried really hard to get 101 and i got number 100 but i I like the keep it 100 keep it 100 just keep it 100 this year very new york it is very new york (laughs) there you go so yeah yeah, i think i think two one for us, I think, a, uh, great I think Kaku starts and gets an assist. Okay. Um, an assist with Royer for okay. scoring. Yeah. Yeah. Royer, who's been on, on. Yeah. He wasn't, he, I mean, he didn't get a goal on, on Thursday, but he was still out there just making moves. He's, yeah. yeah. Royer has become like a, a, a very foundational part of us. Like yeah, he has figured out the high press and he has figured out MLS yes. and he's yeah. using it to once his a good advantage. once a good team once a good team excuse me once a good player figures out MLS they are they are forced to be reckoned with. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you say 2-1. I'm going to 2-1 would be a great scoreline for us. I'm going to I'm going to say 1-1. 1-1. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to be conservative and say 1-1. Yeah. Uh a, a goal in in Mexico in a, a Stadio Caliente, which I believe is called, uh, that would be a great result for us. And then just come back and just do what we did to to Olympia on Thursday. Just just yeah. play like how we did. Just mm-hmm. no holds barred. Just yeah. go at it. Just go. Just go at them. So, all right, let's do a prediction for Thursday. For oh, uh, sorry, for Saturday. Saturday against Portland. Portland. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's gonna be a nil nil draw. Okay. Yeah, I just think. All right. Obviously, pending the result in in Tijuana, it's whatever happens. But like, I I just see us. What what it's we're we're gonna have a B B squad. Okay. And I think it's just gonna be nil now. I think our defense can hold up. Um, actually, you know what? Yeah. I mean, they don't have Nagby anymore. Yeah, they don't have Nagby anymore. Um, but Valerius actually, am I am I wrong with my nil nil prediction already? Valerius is still a, a a monster man. Yeah, he is a force. Yeah. One one. I changed my mind. One one. All right. I am. I am also going to go with a one one draw for yeah. uh, for the game on Saturday. Yeah. I think uh, if a guy like Etienne starts, Haitian Messi going out there just mm. wanted to prove a point yeah. that he should be in they the should. in the starting lineup. Uh, between him and Rivas, they're both MLS caliber starters. Yeah. I think either of them can uh, can produce even with you know a. A somewhat depleted squad compared yeah. to the starting squad. One thing I have to say about Rivas, though, I w- and a lot of people on Twitter said it, 
he did he, he did some uh, some some pretty nice moves on the field, but there was that one move where he did, but he just kept looking down at the ball and didn't see Kaka making that. Yeah, run. he has to just 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 pick up your head for like a second and just see just see that guy make that run, and you can if you can connect that pass, you're golden. Yeah, he's yeah. he's kind of like Sadio Mane, where he yeah. just looks down at that ball and does not check his surroundings. Yeah. And, and then he he saw the second Olympic player. He's like, oh, let me let me style on this guy too instead of just making the pass. But, yeah, but I think I think Jesse will probably be like. Eh, just like <laughs> uh-uh, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be better. So yeah, so one, so we both agree, one one draws, one one draw. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I would be happy with a draw. I'd be happy with a point at home yeah. to start the season, given the circumstances of us still being in CCL. Yeah, yeah, it's early in the season. It's good, you know, we'll, we will once. Uh, fortunately, with us, summer is kind of always an iffy thing, but I think you know, one one draw to start the season would be good. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So uh, there was another piece of news this week. <laughs> another piece. Uh, <laughs> we had another trade of yet another central midfielder. You know, if <laughs> if any other team traded their three starting central midfielders. We give out central midfielders like candy. Yeah, so just it's just, you know. <laughs> I, season I, now. I'm, I'm kind of convinced that at the training facility, there's just a vending machine that Jesse goes to and, and puts in a, a buck 50 <laughs> and like a player just spins around and drops to the bottom and he pulls out a new guy yeah. and... You know, we we're, have yet we're, another starter. We're on an upward curve. 2015, Dax. Yeah. Uh, no, 2016, Dax. This year, Sasha and Felipe. Yeah. Next year, we got to... <laughs> should, we, should we predict now who the three central midfielders are going to uh, be there? Danley, Danley, <laughs> Danley. No. no. Uh, but, yeah, so we traded yeah. yet another starting central midfielder for us, Felipe, who's been with the team for three seasons. I mean, can you really count that game in down in uh in costa rica as being part of a fourth season i mean it's one game but you know he's he's been here since jesse got here yeah jesse coached him in montreal jesse wanted him and sasha made the moves that needed to be made to bring them in when he started here i honestly never thought that sasha or felipe would be traded let alone both of them in the same offseason. Sasha, I saw... Like, last year, when I went... Like, I was like, yeah, we might see Sasha go, but Felipe, I did not see that. I didn't see that coming. I, I, I even said last week, like, don't, don't do it. Just, like... I mean, look. I'm looking back at it now. Tim Parker, we we needed center-back depth. And center-back depth is, is huge for NMLS. We have a plethora of midfielders. And, uh, yeah, it's unfortunate. He was He was a fan favorite. And you know, it's, Jesse's ruthless sometimes. Yeah, Jesse is just brutal. Uh, you know, He's, you get married, you're gone. You have a kid, you're gone. So yeah. you know, nobody uh, start proposing or anything. Um, but yeah, so Tim Parker's coming in. Um, they, I saw Christian Dyer tweeting today that Jesse said that they've been trying to get Parker for the last two, two years. Yeah. So this is he's somebody. A lo- he's that, a local guy. Yeah, like, he's from he's from Hicksville, not Oyster Bay. He's from Hicksville. Don't let those tweets, you know, fool you. It's a great song, but he I'm, is from Hicksville. I'm not gonna act like I know what that's. About. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, and and I'm I'm okay with like Parker was asking for a lot of money for Vancouver, and I don't know if he deserves it yet. I don't like he he's obviously a, a domestic player, a center back, which are are gold golden tickets for some people but like i think it's good to get center back depth it's yeah key. It's, i mean it's, it's last huge. year we saw what happens Come when on. you lose a, a center back yeah. colin was out we had the we had to rely on on aaron long who did an amazing job and will continue doing an amazing job this year yeah. he's definitely somebody i feel we build the back line around right um but you know, he was constantly being paired with somebody else. If, yeah. if uh, you know, Escobar was was off for uh, international duty, or if Perinel had an injury, or you know, yellow card accumulation, we should not be starting someone like Sal Zizo at center back. Oh, it's God. just so many reasons why that shouldn't happen. Should know. And <laughs> I'd rather overpay to have yeah. a, a defender, a central mid, uh, central uh, center back yeah. that is established in MLS yeah. that knows how the league works. This is a guy who has seven yellow cards since he came into the league. Wow, never know. had more than four in a season. So zero he, red cards. 
Okay. This is a center back who who keeps his head clean, his nose clean, keeps his head up, and does the right thing, and doesn't, you know, doesn't jeopardize the team by making stupid decisions. So, and he's young. Yeah. He's, what, 26? He's 26. You know, he's, he's a local guy, he's 26, he's smart, and... He's somebody that I think paired with Aaron Long in the back. That would be a pretty good duo. Yeah. yeah very solid duo. Absolutely. You know, like you were saying, <clears throat> and, and I was saying before about lacking uh, center backs last year. If we have starting center backs that are healthy, we win the Open Cup. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we, we can beat Toronto in the playoffs. Yeah. We're a goal away. And, and we have so many central midfielders. Yeah. Kaku. Riza. Uh, Davis, Adams, Bezicourt, Bezicourt, you know, all these guys that can plug into the system, they know the system Mm -hmm. and will run with it. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, Felipe just became expendable and you sell high. You always sell a year before you think you need to. Yeah. That's what I think Jesse has has become a master that he he knows when to sell because he he, kind of, I don't know, he just, you, you see it and then it's just like, let me, let me do it now as opposed to maybe he has a bad season and the next week you, you don't get as much in return. So, yeah. 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 So, so, I mean... It's sad to see Felipe go. Yeah. Honestly. I yeah. I personally wasn't, you know, the biggest fan of his. I of didn't people, like his antics. Yeah, I know. Um, you know, I I've, I understood what he brought to the team. Like, I, I get it. But he it but wasn't my style of play. I it, it used to not be my style of play either. But then, like... He he did so much for us. Like it, it was it was beneficial for us as, as a team. So I, I kind of came around to it. But yeah, it's uh, the dark arts will be uh, will be missed. Yeah. yeah, there you go. And uh, and and the other thing with Felipe for me was what position did he play? He was always all over the field. He was he was just everywhere. He was cleaning up behind the center backs. He yeah. was pushing forward. He was on the wing. You know, we we would always joke around that. What position is he playing today? What position yeah. is he playing this minute? <laughs> because <laughs> the guy was just everywhere, and you know that could be you know an issue for us to to fill in. Yeah. But I think the the team as a whole is so free flowing that. Well, well, you're right about that. That we were missing the vers- that that maybe um, the versatility of Felipe. But I think we have so many people that are specialized in what they do in terms of the midfield. Kaku is our number ten. Uh, Davis can can kind of fill both like the Dax role and the Felipe role. Like I, I think we're kind of we're kind of looking good in terms of what our midfield will be week to week. So yeah. it's it's um, again it's sad, but you know it's just uh, to to get what we need to get to. We, we got to make yeah. moves like this. I mean yeah. it's it's business. It's not personal. Yeah, that's what I keep telling myself. Yeah, yeah. Well, all right. Yeah. So uh, Felipe, good luck in Vancouver. Yeah. Uh, the people of Vancouver are great, and yeah. they will definitely take yes, care yeah. of him and uh, absolutely and love him. Best of luck to you, Felipe. Miss you, man. So we got a few questions this week. I am happily surprised. That we yeah, got yeah. Thank the, you for sending them. Yeah, we got no questions from Eric Friedlander. Uh, Eric, that doesn't mean you get to submit two next week. Yeah, it's not a, it's not like a, a carryover. Like yeah, minutes. we're no. not singular. We're not. <laughs> we're not singular. rolling over minutes, man. <laughs> Yeah, we what a throwback. Oh yeah, singular. Okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's uh, let's, let's read the first question. Let's read off the questions. All right, let's start with uh, Brendan Joseph. Yeah, B man, B man, love you, B man. All right. All right, Brendan says, long time listener, first time caller. What compelled you to get off the perch? Are you also giving up other seafood, or are you only <laughs> removing perch from your diets? Um. <laughs> Brendan, I um, I don't know. I just uh, I, I I'm not a pescatarian, but I just felt like perch was just not my uh, not my thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, I will be cutting out all seafood from my diet except mm-hmm. for Swedish fish. <laughs> they will remain because you know just the best fish. But you're right, you know, cutting perch out of the diet is definitely the way to go. Swedish fish are red. <laughs> I right, but no, he he. Brendan actually had a serious question. Uh, he said, also in the unlikely event that the Red Bulls advance to the CCL final, do you envision a league-wide push, including hashtags and breathless opinion pieces about why it's important to support a club other than your own? Would other fan bases and media get behind the club like they did with Real Salt Lake? Stop laughing. They might. <laughs> Stop laughing, damn it. Brendan. Brendan, thank you for the question. I appreciate it, B-Man. Uh, what do you th- no. No? No. You don't think so? Uh, no. 
I believe that we could be playing the ISIS Al Qaeda All Stars, and and every MLS Whoa. fan base would still be rooting against us. You know, Philly wants to chant, "No one likes us," but no one likes us. Uh, <laughs> Our luck, we're going to end up facing Toronto in the final, and the oh, whole league is going to just come around and, and support Josie and Michael Bradley because we were so mean to him in the playoffs. Ooh, those Red Bull fans and their potty mouths. They're just going to go all in on Toronto and just to spite us. Alright. If we play Toronto, I could definitely see oh, that. Oh, God. We're, yeah. We will be the biggest villains ever for would, ruining their chance of four trophies yeah, in a calendar exactly. year. Yeah. We would be the uh, spoilers in that sense. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I, I I would think if it was any other team, like if it was a Mexican team, they would they would maybe throw a couple pieces out for us. Like, it would be so reluctant. <laughs> it would be... You could you could read the disdain in, in the voices of the writers just... Uh, the Red Bulls are America's team, <laughs> and we have to support them. I guess. <laughs> like they're in. Someone will have to be standing in MLS headquarters with a gun to someone's head. Like, <laughs> no, you have to write good things about the Red Bulls. Oh, it, it has to be nice things. Yes, I am getting dark because nobody likes us. <laughs> Just so dark. The, I was looking at all of the power rankings going into the season, and you know we're being listed as dark horses or almost there. And teams like like Portland ahead of us, they lost Nagby. They've got a new coach. It's a whole new system. That's true. They don't have a developmental system like we do. They don't have a pipeline up to their team. A a coach that's been for a fourth season now. You know, I saw RSL ahead of us, and I love Mike Petke. Yeah, you know. I have nothing against RSL, but there's just such a lack of respect for us. And and the pundits are so reluctant to give us any sort of praise. As we saw on Twitter, there was an exchange between Bobby Warshaw. Yeah, I saw that. And I was like, how did one, how did you even find How did you find this? Just getting so upset that, that he was being called out for saying that, we were done after one half in Costa Rica. Yeah. That the, the season's over. That, you know, that's the just the sort of disrespect that we have to face on a weekly basis. We we could win five trophies this year, which we and, will, and there will still be a piece saying how well if they would have won the Canadian Cup, then they really would have been the best team ever. You know, I haven't mm. seen them win. The UEFA Champions League, how good could they how, be? How do they stack up against Champions League? Yeah, how, how do they stack up in the FA Cup? <laughs> you know, it's just... It's it's so tiring that nobody will give us any sort of respect. Do you, I have a follow-up question. Do you think that changes when we... When we win MLS Cup? Or like a... Like a like not the Shield, but like, a, like a, a tournament or the league? I think if we win a cup, yeah. if it's U.S. Open Cup, if it's MLS Cup, or do it, you know, yeah. I think the talk goes down a little bit. I think it goes down more if we win MLS Cup, yeah, uh, because there is that segment of people that uh, believe U.S. Open Cup is worthless. It's a cup. <laughs> it gets you into CCL. It's the second or third oldest cup competition it's, in the world. It has historic like value. It's, you know. Yeah. It, it's something. We're a fan base that has two shields to our name. Mm-hmm. We Beggars can't be choosers. Oh, and Lamanga Cup. Don't forget Lamanga. Oh, Lamanga Cup. And Mickey Mouse Cup. And we've I... won Atlantic Cup a couple times. Yes, yes. Um, but we we have the shields. Yeah. And that's it. And mm-hmm. I want a cup. Yeah. I would love to have a star above the, the yeah, crest yeah. and win MLS Cup. But I'll take any cup at this point. Mm-hmm. And I think that doing that and, and winning a cup will sort of quiet people down but there will still be this you know this animosity towards us well it took them this long to win you know what if dallas hasn't won mls cup new england hasn't won mls cup we're not the only original team to not win mls cup yeah we didn't lose it five times so i don't want to hear it yeah that's a very good point yeah all right so that's, that's so, nice. so thank you, B-Man. Thanks, yeah. Thanks, yes. Brandon. And again... Uh, Best yeah. first question on yes. the podcast in history. <laughs> and when I read the when I read the question that I was going through the email, I was like, oh, why were we off the purge? But we are on the purge. And when I just read the second <laughs> part, I was like, oh, got it. So yeah, thank you, B-Man. 
All right. Next question from Mike Robinson. Uh, he starts off with, hello, fifth best and third coolest Red Bulls podcast. I'm going to stop you right there. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. So <laughs> I'm trying to rack my brains and forgive me if I've forgotten your podcast. I'm sure there are more podcasts I'm not remembering. But Seeing Red, View from 202, Red Bull Rant, Andrew Timone's new podcast, and us. And uh, there's, there's, I haven't listened to it yet. I, I, I had to give a listen to the, the That's on Metro podcast. I think it did. Uh, there start. is. Okay. So so are we the worst or second worst podcast? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Is that what? We and we're the third. Who are we cooler than but worse than? <laughs> How does this work? I, I, Where, I, what is your grading system? View from 202, I think, would be cooler than us. Yeah. Seeing Red, I don't know. I don't know if they're. Sorry, Mark. I don't know if you guys are cool. I don't think, and I don't think you would mind. They're, they're so mainstream. They, I mean, they, 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 the hipsters just, <laughs> just. I mean, uh, I like seeing red when it was Mark and Dave, but you probably uh, don't remember that. You don't listen when Dan Dickinson was. On. <laughs> yeah, no, but yeah, I, that, that in the beginning when I read, I was like, I don't know that many podcasts fifth and best third coolest I will take that as a compliment two episodes in we're, we're, yeah we, I mean we gotta, you know, we gotta work our way up yeah the only only place to go is up yep, so alright so we continue alright so going back to Tim Parker with the expected signing or now the completed signing of Tim Parker is it fair to consider Aurelian's column a, a contract an albatross nobody doubts his abilities but his high salary and ongoing injury issues make me question why he was signed to a medium term deal in the first place Clearly the team thinks so as well, or else they would not be consistently pursuing center backs such as Mr. Parker. What's even more annoying is that they've violated their own guidelines on signing players over a certain age when they extended Collins' deal, after what could be considered an emergency loan in the loosest of terms. Orlando paid most of his salary and received a pittance in exchange. At best, it appears to have been a panic trade turned into a panic extension during the blistering game of Suicide Duck Duck Goose that was the 2017 preseason. Interesting. What is Collins' role going forward? Can a player be a spot starter if he's rarely healthy himself? Does signing Parker and partnering him with Long put a definitive, definitive and relative end to the Red Bulls' backline woes? That's a lot to un there's a lot to unpack. Okay. So I don't think that Colin and his contract are a bad thing right now. Yeah. Okay. He's depth. Yeah. He's expensive depth, mm -hmm. but he's depth nonetheless. Yeah. And no matter what he does this year, no matter how many games he misses, he will still contribute more than uh, Gideon Ba did okay. in his time here, where he was making three hundred thousand dollars a yeah. year yeah. and and contributed zero to the club. He scored a goal. It was it, yeah okay. He did score that one goal in the seven nothing game, but he's a <laughs> defender that missed an entire season yeah. due to a broken leg. Yeah. And, you know, that's a guy that was just overpaid and, yeah. and an he albatross. Threw a, he, he threw a chance on him and it didn't work yeah. out. Yeah. Um, the thing with Colin is, yeah, he's getting up there in age. Yeah, he might not be as, as durable as he has been. He's a defender. He, but Exactly. He's a defender and he knows MLS. Yeah. He has been here for so long. He knows the ins and outs. He knows what referees look at what yeah. and what he can get away with. And he's somebody that you want to teach your younger exactly. defenders the do's and don'ts of MLS. Exactly. He, he's he's just he's that wily veteran yeah. that you overpay to keep because he's basically going to be like a coach on the field yeah. for you. you put, he's in the locker room telling the young guys like, "Hey, you're, we're, the ref is this guy this week. He does yep. he, don't and, do this, that, and the other." And yeah. the other thing that he brings to the table is he kind of can be a yellow card draw and a penalty draw as but yeah. he draws that attention to him in the mm. same way Felipe did in the midfield you're right that you know Long doesn't look as sloppy and doesn't look as you know reckless if you've got a guy with a reputation of being reckless mm -hmm. out there right. a guy that that is known for getting dirty when he needs to get dirty yeah I wasn't the biggest fan of it I hated him before he came here well, Colin. Colin yeah I I despised the when way he played KC. when he was in KC in Orlando yeah. I just thought he was a dirty dirty player yeah. and he came here and I think he changed his game I think he, he changed the way he yeah. plays he still has a little bit to it but it's, he's much more of like that like traditional defender yeah yeah but he and, still has some rough like rough yeah, yeah, but it, it, I think he's important to the team. Mm -hmm. I think this is his last year with us or just in general. Yeah. You know, he's getting up there in age. You know, he's Injuries he's played long Injuries enough. Are piling up. Yeah, you know, yeah. He, he can be added to any coaching staff yeah. in the league easily. Be, I would love to have him on our coaching yeah. staff. 
Yeah. But um, no, I I think having him is good because if we advance in CCL, we're going to keep having these midweek games. Yeah. Uh, bookended be- between Saturday afternoon games on mm-hmm. all sides. Yeah. You know, we're going to need as many bodies as we could have in the back. Yeah. And if he's just healthy enough mm-hmm. to for the CCL run, and you know, then take some time off, and then Open Cup starts. Yeah, you know, there's going to be schedule congestion throughout the season with yeah. both competitions. You need everybody you can get. Yeah. And I think he brings enough to the table to yeah. warrant his spot. Right. Well, well I think that, that the, the combination of Parker and Long sounds good on paper. It's not proven yet. We no. haven't seen them. They might no. not They might not gel. Yeah. Colin and Long gel. Mm-hmm. And like just, he might be, the, the con- I don't care about the contract, whatever. Um He's he's a defender. He's a proven MLS defender. Despite again the, being rough around the edges, the penalty in Costa Rica, that this and the other, they they work they've worked well together now for a season. And Tim Parker and Aaron Long have not yet. Yeah, we have to see how if that if it works well, great. Two young defenders that that just anchor our, our back line. Yeah, but we still have to wait and see. So yeah. I, I'm not I'm not ready to uh, to say that Colin is uh is like can be sent off yeah we're not gonna you know send them out the pasture we're not gonna like pull up to an empty field and go go boy go run free that's not we're not up to that point we're gonna get dark again no 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 no. we're not gonna we're we're not gonna take a beyond i thought you were gonna do the mice mice and men finish (laughs) all right all right final question this is a twitter question uh from uh at adiamas uh robert hack uh he sent us a question not related to uh the, the team or anything like that related to us he says uh have you learned anything from being on the capo stand that you've been able to use slash apply to your daytime jobs? You want to start? Yeah. Uh, I was never someone who, you know, liked talking to people. <laughs> I still really don't. Um, you know, I'd rather, I'd rather text or talk to you online than yeah. talk to you on the phone. But, you know, getting up in front of a group of people, like, yeah. you know, that's huge. Being able to to command the attention of 1500 people in the South ward mm-hmm. and, you know, get them to, to work in unison as often as we do. We try. We uh, try. You know, I'll, I'll expand on that. I'm also a board member of ESC mm-hmm. and I can tell you that being a board member of ESC got me my job Really? because I was in a job interview for a promotion and it's my job. I work for Delta. Um, you know, I I run the stockroom for aircraft parts in Newark Airport, and so I'm the lead. I'm I'm the quasi manager of the station, okay. and it's very logistics based. It's mm-hmm. very you know, hey, we got this aircraft out of service. You have to figure it out. Go. Mm-hmm. And the example that I used in the job interview was the DC playoff game in 2015. Mm-hmm. We had two days notice that we were right. playing in dc mm-hmm. and we were able to organize a bus trip for 600 people in two days wow. and get buses get tickets get everything done get everybody down there with the help of va and the front office you know we we threw a tailgate we had a great time and we came back to, okay. to red bull yeah. arena and it was fantastic mm-hmm. and just being able to in those situations you know having to come you know you're 48 hours mm-hmm. go, go. Dude, yeah. you know it's it's been a great help for me just being able to in any crisis situation being able to go into crisis mode but it's normal yeah exactly because being in esc being a leader and a capo you're constantly working you're constantly doing different things and having different challenges thrown at Mm. you you know it's it becomes the norm and you're able to just run with it there you go I mean, for and and for me, it's it's been the same thing with Steve. The the, the speaking in public kind of thing was uh, was never my forte. I remember in college when I had to do like a public speaking thing, I would just like have the paper and I'd just be like like shaking. It was bad. <laughs> it was really bad. It, yeah, what we were yeah, gonna say. I, I took a speech class. It was, in, my, uh, it was my, my speech class. Yeah, yeah, I took a speech class in freshman year, and the first speech we had to do was we had to read uh, a monologue. Just yeah. you could find anything. Yeah. Just you had to 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 do a public speech in the class mm-hmm. of reading whatever you wanted to read. Yeah. And I did um, George Carlin's football versus baseball, oh. and it was so much fun to do. And it just opened my eyes to it. But even then, 
you know, that was that was when I first started going to into 101. Okay. You know, that that was around that time and that was like I was starting to learn from being in the middle of ESC, like mm. being more comfortable around people right. and it was just yeah. You know, it it definitely has has helped me. It was yeah, it was weird like the first game I did when I went up there I thought like like even the run up to it like when they told me in, in the at the tailgate hey you want to just a, a half and I'm just like yeah okay and then like that entire time I was just like oh god what's gonna happen what's gonna happen and then when I, once I got on that perch that all went away yeah. it was weird and then like ever ever since then like now like at work it's just like I got talking to my people I can just go out and do it just whatever and yeah it's been it's been you know it's been really really helpful it's 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 changed my life for the better uh, to 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 say it's, yeah, yeah. And, and there have been times where i'll be at a random 711 in the city and somebody will come up to me and go hey you're in esc right and i'm like yeah oh yeah i saw you up on the perch the other night really cool <laughs> thanks Thank you. like awesome yeah wow. <laughs> Oh, there you go. Yeah, no, but it's it's again. It's, I mean, it's been helpful for the both of us. So yeah, it's it's, it's been pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So thanks for the questions, guys. Again, yeah. Uh, con- the email it was we didn't have it last week, but the email address to send questions is contact at offtheperchpodcast dot com. Any questions you have, just shoot them over to us. We'll read them the next week's episode. Yeah, and if you're too lazy to open up an email, send it to us on Twitter or Twitter. Facebook. Yeah, you even, know. Hey, if you if you know us on fa- uh, Facebook or anything, just message to us. Yeah. Whatever, whatever way you want to get to us, yeah. just send it over and, and we'll read it on the show. And uh, yeah, that about, that about yeah. does it. Um, Eric, you have homework. Yeah. Uh, you need to fact check everything that we said mm-hmm. and send it in an email to us. That'll be our first segment on the next podcast. Uh, that's not considered your question, so you could still submit a question yes. after that. But yeah, so uh, you got some work to do. Uh, clock's ticking. Clock's ticking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, that about does it for us. Again, this is Chris. This is Steve. Thanks for listening. Have a good night, guys. I'll see you guys on Tuesday. Yeah. See you on Tuesday. Welcome to Tijuana. Tequila, sexo, marijuana. Welcome to Tijuana. Con el coyote, marijuana. Welcome to Tijuana. Tequila, sexo, marijuana. Bienvenida a Tijuana. Bienvenida mi amor De noche a la